Hello, this is Gary Hutchins with the Sunny Slope Church of Christ in Omaha, Nebraska. This is today's Bible class, a short Bible study, only about 13 minutes, but gets us into God's Word every single day, seven days a week. And that's important for our faith because faith comes by hearing the Word of God. So being in God's Word helps us to stay strong and even grow stronger in our faith. It also helps keep us focused on our relationship with God and upon our spiritual lives and enables us, strengthens us to be able to deal with the day more effectively with a more positive, spiritually focused mindset. Help people in your life you know and some maybe that you don't know, but help them through sharing these short studies, through Facebook friends, text messages, other technological means, with your family members, friends, work associates, neighbors, with literally everybody you can. Tell people about these podcasts, these short Bible studies every day. You may help somebody turn their life around and get to heaven. What a great blessing for them, but it will also be a great blessing for you. So make that commitment. Start sharing today and every day with everybody you can. We're going to get back into our line of thought and study, talking about where we find the power to face life successfully. We need to understand that there is power there, and ultimately it is from God. We can face life effectively because God has shown us the way. The Apostle Paul wrote down the lesson that he had learned about being able to deal with the difficulties and challenges of life. In Philippians chapter 4, verses 11 through 13, he said, not that I speak in regard to need, for I have learned in whatever state I am to be content. That was the first step in his learning process. He learned whatever the situation might be, whatever he might be dealing with, whatever the challenges and difficulties might be that were facing him, he had learned to be content in that state of affairs, whatever it was. Doesn't mean he always liked it, but he had learned how to be content. He was going to be okay. He trusted in God. Well, he said, I know how to be abased. I know how to abound everywhere. And in all things, I have learned both to be full and to be hungry both to abound and to suffer need. And so that was part of the lesson that he was learning, the life lesson. He went through some stuff. He really did. We go through things. There are always those periods of time when we feel like in our life, things are great. Somebody asks us, how you doing? We might automatically break into a smile and say, oh, just great. Things are so good. But Life is always in motion, as we have said, and there are many different circumstances that affect our lives, both in a positive and in a negative way. And so illness or injury or financial setback or job loss or a relational problem or the death of a loved one or emotional stress or the the list can go on and on. All of a sudden, something can happen that seems to, in a moment, turn our lives upside down. Well, what do we do? What do we do? Some people, they seek professional help through different kinds of doctors or counselors, and that can be very helpful. It can be a positive step, a reaction. Other people, they just try to tough it out themselves, and they may simply prolong the difficulties that they're facing. But then there are other people who try to just escape through alcohol, illicit drugs, and maybe other Uh, measures that they take in their life to just try to put it out of their mind, but they're not really dealing with the problem or the difficulty. 
and it just worsens their problems. So what do we do? What do we do? Well, Paul, he said, first, I learned in whatever that my situation in life at that moment to be content, to be content. Do you realize there are some things that we cannot fix in our lives? Now, that's not saying that, that there are not some situations that are of our own doing that we cannot correct, because we usually can correct a whole lot of that kind of circumstance. But there are some things we can't fix. We just can't fix. There may be a relational problem where somebody is treating us badly, and we try our best. We may even go to them and say, I pod- listen, I, whatever it is that I, I've done, I apologize. Please, let's put this behind them. But they're not going to have it. And they're just going to keep berating you. They're going to keep ridiculing you. They're going to be angry with you. Maybe they end up hating you. And you can't fix that person as to their mindset about you, their attitude toward you. You can fix your own attitude toward them, but you can't make them do what's right. And there are other situations that are just beyond our control. A loved one in our life may be diagnosed with some terminal illness, and we're there for them. We're there with them, but we can't fix them. We can pray for them, and God is all-powerful. But ultimately, if he does not intervene and heal them, then they die. That's part of life in this world, illness, injury. That's part of living in this physical existence. Now, we can be there with them. We can be there for them. We can encourage them. But we cannot in and of ourselves fix them. And we could talk about other examples. Paul, he wrote about things going on in his life. And so, as we said, a lot of people, they might think, well, Paul was an apostle. Paul was a gospel preacher. He didn't know what life is really like. How can preachers know what life is really like? Let me tell you, we live life in this world too. We know. In 2 Corinthians chapter 1, beginning with verse 8, Paul wrote this about himself. He said, we do not want you to be ignorant, brethren, of our trouble which came to us in Asia. And this is just one example that he's talking about. One situation. That we were burdened beyond measure, above strength, so that we despaired even of life. Yes, we had the sentence of death in ourselves. Have you ever had the sentence of death in yourself? I've heard from a couple of people who went through the COVID pandemic, and one had COVID pretty badly, apparently. The other one, it was a different medical problem they had. Both of them indicated, yep, I've seen where I've gone to bed at night, closed my eyes to go to sleep, and tried to make things right with my God because I didn't know if I'd wake up the next morning. Have you ever been in that situation? Paul said, we had the sentence of death in ourselves, that we should not trust in our, (coughs) excuse me, that we should not trust in ourselves, but in God who raises the dead. 
Paul said, I learned a lesson even in that situation. It looked like we could die. In fact, he might have been saying it looked like we were going to die. But we had needed to learn to trust God rather than ourselves, rather than other people, because God can raise the dead. Who delivered us from so great a death and does deliver us, in whom we trust that he will still deliver us. And so Paul says, that was a great lesson for us. God delivered us from that death sentence, and we trust that he will still deliver us, whatever the situation might play out to be, whatever the need might arise to be. Listen to this particular list of calamities or difficulties that he went through, and let me ask you to stop and think, have you ever experienced anything like this many of these kinds of difficult situations, life-challenging situations in your life? And I can probably answer for every one of you. You'd say no, nothing like that. Maybe one of these, maybe two of these or something similar, but all of these together in my life, uh no, I've never, never experienced that. Beginning in verse 23 of 2 Corinthians chapter 11, Paul says, Are they ministers of Christ? I speak as a fool. I am more. In labors, more abundant. In stripes, above measure. Stripes? What does he mean, in stripes, above measure? He had been whipped so many times. He had received so many stripes with the whip that he apparently lost count. In prisons, more frequently. Have you ever gone to jail for your faith in God, in Christ? In deaths, often. And it would be interesting if he would have explained what he meant by that. But part of that probably was what he talked about back in chapter 1, verses 8 through 11. Three times I was beaten with rods. Three times he was beaten with rods. Once I was stoned. Have you ever been stoned? Three times I was shipwrecked. <laughs> Ever been out in the sea, the ocean, have your ship sink beneath you? A no- he did three times. A night and a day I have been in the deep. In journeys often, in perils of waters, in perils of robbers, in perils of my own countrymen, in perils of the Gentiles, in perils in the city, in perils in the wilderness, in perils in the sea, in perils among false brethren. In weariness and toil and sleeplessness often, in hunger and thirst, in fastings often, in cold and nakedness. He said, from the Jews, five times I received 40 stripes minus one. And what does that mean? He was beaten with 39 stripes five different times with the lash. And then he says in verse 28, besides Uh, Besides the other things, what comes upon me daily? My deep concern for all the churches. Huh. He'd been through a lot, hadn't he? You see, he spoke from personal experience when he said, "I, I have learned in whatsoever state I am to be content. To be content. God's going to see me through this. I know how to be abased. I know how to be down. I know how to abound. I know how to be up. I know how to be full. I know how to be hungry. Yeah. He says, I've been there. I've experienced it. So he's not speaking from the theoretical perspective. He's saying, let me tell you what I have learned in life. 
in chapter 12 of 2 Corinthians, beginning with verse 7, he said, lest I should be exalted above measure by the abundance of the revelations, a thorn in the flesh was given to me, a messenger of Satan to buffet me, lest I be exalted above measure. A thorn in the flesh? Some kind of physical infirmity. Maybe a disease that, or medical disorder that, that was just habitual with him. It just stayed on. It was there as part of his system. We don't know. He didn't tell us what it was. Maybe it was a physical impediment. Maybe he, he had a back problem or maybe he limped. I, I mean, we don't know. He didn't, he didn't elaborate. He just said, I, I had this. And then he goes on and he says in verse eight, concerning this thing, I pleaded with the Lord three times. In other words, he prayed to the, to the Lord three times that it might depart from me. And what was the answer from the Lord? He said to me, my grace is sufficient for you. My strength is made perfect in weakness. So the Lord said, no, not going to remove this thorn in the flesh, whatever it was. I want you to understand. I'll be there with you. And even in your weakness, my strength will take care of you. And so Paul's response, (laughs) he wasn't angry. Therefore, most gladly, I will rather boast in my infirmities that the power of Christ may rest upon me. Oh, he found the power to face life, even in the midst of all of those incredible negative circumstances that he'd experienced, including this physical problem that he does not even specifically identify. He says, the power of Christ may rest upon me. Therefore, I take pleasure in infirmities, in reproaches, in needs, in persecutions, in distresses for Christ's sake. For when I am weak, then I am strong. Paul spoke from personal experience. We'll come back and look a little bit deeper next time. Let's pray. Father, thank you for being there for us and promising to always be there with us if we will always walk with you. Help us to learn the lesson. Help people to learn all over the world that the real formula for success in life is to walk with you in faithful, consistent faithfulness and obedience every day of our lives. Please forgive us, gracious Father. We pray in Jesus' name. Amen.